It's finally here. Welcome to Do It With Dan, entrepreneurial philanthropist, public speaker and author, creator of the Beyond Intention Paradigm. Here is your host, Daniel Mengena. Hello and welcome to another episode of one of my podcasts. Now, here's the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know the space between these episodes where you've heard me saying this, guides. Or if you've even heard it, because they could have all been somewhere else and this one could be here. Long story short, Vashti and I have no idea where we're going to place this conversation. <laughs> so I could be speaking to my Beyond Success episode people, in which case, good afternoon. I'm a very serious person who's a very serious business things. Or it could be Do It With Dan, in which case, wonderful, magic-y, lovely hellos. We don't know. We're going to get into it. You're going to meet a cool kitten who I bumped into on Clubhouse. Um, we're going to find out all the things, the story, the strategies, the hacks, the magic. And then I guess where you're listening to it, you're listening to it. So without further ado, dear guest, please introduce yourself. Let the magical people know who you are and the magical things that you do. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for having me. My name is Vashti. I am, I always get tongue-tied on this part because I do so much. Um, <laughs> I'm a mentor, an advisor, consultant, a psychic, a Reiki man. I do all of the things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am just in a place right now where I'm utilizing both my learned knowledge um, through working in business and corporate America, as well as my extensive background in spirituality, metaphysics, energetics, and kind of marrying the two to um, offer myself to people who are attracted to me in that Mm -hmm. way. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's who I am. (laughs) Well, I kind of like that because more and more I'm finding that the magical wonder of magical wonders are getting to a point where People are just seeing this is normal, right? It's no longer this, oh, did she say Reiki? How does the Reiki apply? Yeah. Oh, we're normalizing things that should be normal, but we've come so far away from the normal that we've forgotten right. the magic that we are and the magic that we have access to. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, something that's been really beautiful to witness over the past I would say probably like five years, it's become a little more mainstream to talk about things like manifestation and energy Mm -hmm. and um, spirituality and stuff like that and bringing it into um, everyday life, especially in business with money and things Mm -hmm. like that, wealth. Um, It's been really, really cool to watch and be Mm -hmm. a part of it. Definitely. But there's also been some bastardization going on, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) But there's... The contrast is always going to show up, but there are people who are, so for example, my wife is mid-flow. Obviously we had to make a human in between, but she was learning to be a human design analyst. Mm, Uh, um, Currently we use human design a lot in the work that we do, especially with money DNA. And I was actually recording an episode with our human design, human um, Lauren the other day. And she was like, she was on a, in a clubhouse room and people were like talking about human design, but they were like talking about, this wasn't correct what they were sharing so it's great it's like you were telling a projector to initiate that's just stupid Whoa. but it's great yeah literally so it's like it's great that these conversations are being had but does it need to be does it need to be policed do we need people to have a bit more like i don't know what are we doing with this because it's great but at the same time it's like 
people will watch a video on YouTube and call themselves a Reiki master. Oh yeah. Leave it at the level ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, like you said, it's the, it's the other side. It's the duality of being in the spaces kind of seeing that there is no, you know, entry. What's the word? Like point of entry, I guess. Anybody no point of entry. Say like I'm a psychic. Yeah. I'm an energy worker. <laughs> do that. And the, the thing that we have to remember when it comes to kind of the energetic spiritual side of life is always coming back to self in your own mm. spirit in your own inner knowing in your own inner wisdom and utilizing discernment you know paying attention to what you're called to what feels good and what doesn't feel good because i think a lot of people will hear something that sounds really really good and they'll attach themselves to this person this healer this teacher this mentor and you know that person may not necessarily be qualified to do that so mm-hmm. recognizing what it means to be in alignment what it means to uh, work with people that are in energetic alignment and being very mm-hmm. very aware and discerning is mm-hmm. i love that um because it's now bringing the responsibility back to ourselves mm-hmm. are we bringing discernment into the mix or are we just chasing after every sprinkly guru yeah that we that's the goal is to come mm-hmm. back to a space of remembrance remembering mm-hmm. that we hold everything that mm-hmm. um we need to know to get through you know this iteration of our human experience mm-hmm. and trusting that nobody knows more about us or what's good for us than us mm-hmm. um, there becomes this um and you see it a lot you said it perfectly like chasing these gurus and tell me what i need to know tell me and of course there's going to be certain things that you need to go to people for human design Mm -hmm. is a beautiful thing because it is a very technical um you know heavy subject to kind of study you definitely want to go to an expert when it comes to that but there's certain things that if you would just tune in and know who you are at a mm. level, you you don't need to constantly go outside of yourself and find somebody else to validate your experience, mm. validate your inner knowing. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Um, it's like almost recognizing that there's a difference between someone carrying your water for you and someone helping to put the water on your back for you to carry. Exactly. And that's, (laughs) I think, what what people a lot of times are searching for is someone to carry the water for them. I Mm -hmm. did that for a long time. A lot of people do that. I'll be honest about that. But it wasn't until I recognized that I'm strong enough to do that. I may just need some assistance with that water. I may just need a little help for the first mile. I may just need a map to get me to where I'm going. I recognize that I'm more than capable enough to, to do it on my own. And I think that people have to also be honest with themselves in that space. Mm-mm. What is it that you're really looking for? Yeah. I recorded a, um, a speaker for an event, but they're like, we recorded our talks and put it up. Anyway, long story short, I was talking about this thing this morning, this thing of, do I really want it or do I want someone else, like another opportunity for someone that I can blame for it not happening? Like someone I can blame for the fact that my water didn't get there. Absolutely. Mm. 
that's usually what it is because what happens is with the exchange of money, with the exchange of time, there's mm-hmm. also an exchange of responsibility. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm giving you money to be my coach, now the responsibility of my success, and this is most people, we mm-hmm. obviously want to get to the point where this isn't the case, but a lot of people, are, here's my money, and now the responsibility is yours mm-hmm. by exchanging you know, money. Mm-hmm. And- the responsibility the responsibility is now yours to make me successful to heal me or to fix to whatever the thing is and Mm -hmm. then that way if that doesn't happen i can come back to you a lot Mm -hmm. of people they associate responsibility with burden and that's Mm -hmm. a whole other conversation and why people kind of don't like to take responsibility Mm -hmm. and another thing that comes with that which is really interesting is once you become responsible, there is no more excuse. Mm. Once you say I'm responsible for mm-hmm. my own success, I'm responsible for my own happiness, I'm responsible, there can no longer be an excuse. There's nobody to blame. There's nobody you know, to pass the buck to because you took responsibility for that. And mm. that's a responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one that often people just aren't interested in. Right. Mm. I remember um, the first time I've done this many times since then, when I was like, yeah, you can have the bag back. Yeah. Yeah. So they've, they've come to, oh, here's the exchange. Now you're responsible. And as soon as I pick up on that, it's your job energy. Then we have to have that conversation where it goes along the lines of, hey, um, this doesn't work for me. Refunds back in your account. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been in that space many of times and I've made it a point to do really deep vetting with the people that I work with because I work with a lot of people from high level CEOs, presidents of companies to, you know, regular folk, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like to create a hierarchy with I'm my with But as far as, you know, the type of people runs the gamut. Mm-hmm. And there's been many of times where it's been like, yeah, I'm sorry, but what people need to understand uh, is as somebody who holds space, it's mm-hmm. exactly that. I am holding the space. I'm creating the container for you to process, explore, unfold, discover, mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. whatever it is that you need to do. I'm creating the safe space and offering tools, advice, mm-hmm. things like that, that you can utilize on your journey. But mm-hmm. it, I can't do that for you. Mm-hmm. Anybody who says that they can, that's that's a hard, you know, shoe to feel to fill. <laughs> so, that's a that's a that's a big hard sign that you should be running the other way um even like a done for you like we've got done for you services like some of our higher ticket offers have got like done for you aspects to it but there's still a sense of responsibility for you in ownership we're delivering yeah and it's like one of my mentors david nagels i remember when i was having a coaching session and it was like dan it's because you're too caught up in being responsible for people you can't you can only be responsible to them Yes. You have to show up, Dan. You have to give them the best of you. You have to give them all of the tools, but the change, the transformation, the things, it's theirs to do. It's not yours. And that was such a freeing experience for me because it's like, oh my God, have I been running around on some Jesus shit where I'm like, it's my yeah. job to, to, to do the thing? Yeah. No, it's my job, like you said, to create the space for the thing to happen and to support you in making your way to the to the thing. Yeah, it's... Mm. it's um... 
I'm a yoga and meditation teacher too. Add that to the list of things. But that's, yeah, that's something that we talk about a lot is as a yoga teacher, I can't do the pose for you. Mm. Guide you. I can. You can, but I'm not going to get any effect. There's no transmutation. Right. <laughs> I can do it for you. And it's the same thing kind of in this space. So mm. I think um, just being very clear and again, using discernment as the person who holds space to mm-hmm. know who you should and shouldn't work with. Mm. But it's a journey, it's an adventure. And I think for people that are coming, from a lack mentality those listeners that are like well well i need the money to like pay for it all of the yeah well abundance knows that this person is not for you they're for someone else you can let that boat pass because something else is coming that's yours like you don't need to chase every bag because they don't all have your name on them Exactly. And that's something, Mm. again, I work with a lot of people, especially in the business space, um, because they come from a very like masculine structured. When I say Mm. masculine, I don't mean in the gender sense, but just like that masculine energy. Mm-hmm. structure and um, direction and things like that. So they have a great grasp on that, but finding mm-hmm. that feminine flow and finding um, the ability to understand the rhythm of the universe and the cycle of the universe and kind of allowing yourself to surrender to that. No, like you said that if something shows up for you, that doesn't necessarily mean it's for you. That's an opportunity mm-hmm. for you to examine and tune into discernment, tune into your intuition, tune mm-hmm. into all of these other things. So know that by turning someone or something away, it, it a is going to come back to you mm-hmm. in a different package and a better package, but it's also an opportunity for you to tune inward. Mm-hmm. Something that I work with people on as well. I love that. I love that because I think so far too many times on the entrepreneurial journey, we're trying to make things happen, right? We're trying to make things work. We're trying to put together the thing and it's like turning away money. That makes, that doesn't make any sense to me. Are you telling me to turn away money? No, I'm telling you to just focus on collecting the money that's yours. Yes. Because money that's not got your name on it, there's, there's going to be a, a price. I think energetic, yes. the energetics of that, yes. it's going to, it's going to pull on you. The person's going to be annoying. Like the job's going to have stress. Like when, when something is yours, there is a flow, there's a grooviness, there's an energy and and it doesn't have the same tug, the same cost. I feel anyway. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you said that beautifully because you, there's always going to be this energetic exchange, whether that's in the form of money time, we'll talk about money now, but it's, after receiving this money, if we just look at it from an energetic perspective, like mm-hmm. emotion and money and time and all of these different forms of energy, are you in a deficit or mm-hmm. are you in a surplus? Because I can give mm-hmm. you a hundred thousand dollars, but if the value of that or what it costs for you to hold that is your peace of mind, your physical, mm-hmm. um, you know, health and ability, your Mm -hmm. emotional stability, you're probably Mm going to be at a surplus. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or Mm -hmm. 
deficit. Deficit, excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> you $100,000 and, uh, you know, everything's fine and well, and now you're at surplus. So you have to look at it from an energetic perspective, not just in the form of money, because we mm-hmm. can in a lot of different ways, not mm-hmm. just. I love that. I think burnout is one of those things. You know, I had I had someone on the podcast, Claire Rogers, and she was saying, you know, she was on multi six figures. She was driving the Porsche. She was in fancy part of London, all the things. Husband was like a yummy guy and all the things was things. But then she ended up going into this crippling anxiety. She just closed the biggest deal of her career and ended up in crippling anxiety for like a year and a half. And it just it just ripped and ate at her at a soul of when she had to walk away. Yeah. And there are people that are literally paying a million dollars of energy like energy credits in yes. peace of mind in stress in relationships in health people getting crazy health conditions yeah. for the sake of that six-figure paycheck right that mr mr man giving you a paycheck every couple of weeks is it worth it most of the time it, it's not <laughs> most of the time it's not beauty of money and the energy of money is it it always comes back it's in constant motion and the more that people can understand that and be Mm -hmm. open to that like the more that they're going to receive but the things that we don't get back like time and our Mm -hmm. health and things like that like we have to put more focus on those things yes we need money to live and pay Mm -hmm. bills i like nice things i like gucci bags i like nice cars but None of that stuff is ever going to be worth my time, mm-hmm. my health, my emotional well-being. Like none mm-hmm. of that is worth it. So mm-hmm. I think the sooner that and I feel like people are starting to wake up to that, um, especially through, you know, COVID when everybody just had to sit the hell down and like <laughs> and they had time I so many people are like marriages broke up and, yeah. but and I I I spoke, I spoke about this I I gave a um I did a speech um god when was it 2 months ago and I was talking about you know people have ended up now you, you can't lie that this relationship works it was working because there was a high buy in the morning like mm-hmm. uh, a high back in the evening, you have dinner, you go to sleep, you wake up, you do the thing. Like on the weekend, you've both got your individual things if you're not working again. And you had all of these illusionary packages that you could put non-working aspects of your life in, but now those packages have been brought out into the light. And now you have to sit down and be like, I, I don't know my kids. Well, how can you know your kids? You've surrendered them to the system. Like, right. Like now you have to raise your own kids. Oh, I don't know what to do. Well, they're your kids. You're supposed to be raising them, right? (laughs) Not the institutions. Yeah. And people didn't know how to do that, but much like like you were saying, but but now you can see like what it's really been costing you. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Mm. It's it's definitely again when it comes to because we hear a lot about abundance and manifesting and things like that. And there's it it goes so much deeper. I think we were in a room talking about this one time with a few other people in regards to manifesting and abundance. <clears throat> Excuse me. And it's been um, interesting to see kind of people's viewpoints on that shift as mm-hmm. well. Um, because before again, it was all about the money and all about mm-hmm. you know, the things and to see people become more aware of the actual abundance that they have, like their mm-hmm. family and their mm-hmm. kids. And, mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, their home and just, I don't know. It's just been really beautiful to watch. Mm, Agreed. 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 And, and this isn't to say like there's something wrong with having a financial motive, but it's just seeing that in the grand scheme of things. And again, what is it costing you? Right. And I think that's the biggest thing. What is the cost? What is the cost? Because if you're in alignment, you're doing, you know, what your soul is being called to do and you're of service to whatever it is that you're doing and Mm -hmm. you're, you know, financially successful in that way, that's beautiful. That's like the goal, right? Mm -hmm. But again, if you're in a space where you're financially successful and everything else sucks, (laughs) that's something that you need to look at. And I think the biggest thing is people need to understand that the first scenario where you're in alignment and you're financially successful and you're emotionally stable, like that's possible. We've Mm -hmm. been to think like I guess you're just supposed to hate your job you know (laughs) around me you know family friends things like that and they hate their job and it's been like conditioned within us to just be like well it's just a part of life you're just supposed to hate your job or whatever it's just to make money but it's like it's I know that we're here for for more than that Mm. we can kind of marry everything and find success in all of those Mm. spaces and truly believe that it's possible subconscious work all that stuff that's a whole other Mm -hmm. thing that's a whole other thing yeah that's a whole other (laughs) thing but it's definitely possible I think people Mm -hmm. just need to open their eyes and open up energetically to that being a possibility for them yeah one of my favorite affirmations anytime that I start getting into that whole thing of there has to be a trade-off is I always think both yeah. 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 Like I can have it all. That, when that gremlin starts to make a noise, it's like, you need to shut the hell up because I'm allowed to have all the things. Yes. Abundance is all of the things and more. Yeah. And that's, again, mm-hmm. we've been conditioned. You can't have it all. You can't mm-hmm. be like me when I was in corporate America, very successful, worked for billion dollar companies, ran teams of hundreds of people, hundreds mm-hmm. of million dollars in revenue. And it was like, well, you, you can't have that and have a successful marriage and have a well-adjusted child and have a, so like, you can't have all of that. What are you, what are you doing? And mm-hmm. I'm like, well, no, I like can though. <laughs> under that umbrella mm-hmm. under that space, but I can create that for myself. But again, you first have to believe through mm-hmm. hold and embody the fact that you, you can't have it all. You really can't. Mm-hmm. And it's already yours. You're mm-hmm. the center of the universe. Mm-hmm. You're the center of your universe. Period. Mm-hmm. Again, another thing that's like taboo to say, like you're not the center of the universe. Actually, <laughs> I am. Yeah. You Have you seen me? Right. Have you seen me? <laughs> you're the center of your universe. You're creating mm-hmm. everything around you. Your universe mm-hmm. is completely different from mine. We can mm-hmm. sit next to each other and look at the same, like the exact same thing, and it could be completely different. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. But mm-hmm. again, you're the center. You create your universe. Mm-mm. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. We're just out here promoting narcissism. Um, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> there is something I want to touch on before we start to wrap up. And that's just where psychic ability fits into all of this. Oh, yeah. 
it's for one everybody is psychic everybody is psychic it's not a special talent given to a few weirdos by this guy in the sky it is something (laughs) that we inherently have again as being brought into this world as this energetic soul being like we have all the ability to access any information that we want it's just Mm. allowing yourself to be open to it Mm. that's all once you allow yourself to open up to receiving different forms of information like Mm -hmm. you can pick up a book and read a book you can watch tv you can listen to podcasts things like that but you can also tune into the things that aren't tangibly there Mm. you know what i mean and those Mm -hmm. are the things that uh that People, again, if they would kind of play with more and access more um, and get comfortable with and kind of remove that stigma, um, I think we'd be in a really, really good place as a, as a species. You know what I mean? I'm with you. Because, again, people have it all the time. They call it deja vu or they call it a gut feeling or they um, call it a premonition or a dream. or That's all, like, psychic abilities. And, again, it has this stigma mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But we can all tap in. It's not that hard. <laughs> okay. Okay. For people that want to come and hang out with you and bathe in one of your wonderful magical gifts, what's the best way for them to hang out? So... I'm on Instagram a lot, so you can follow yeah. me there. It's um, at Vashti Jolie, V-A-S-H-T-I-J-O-L-I. Mm-hmm. Um, you can head over to my website, which is seventhcrownwellness.com, mm-hmm. um, or shoot me an email, info at seventhcrownwellness.com. Well, thanks so much. We'll make sure we'll... It is info. Yeah, I'm just double-checking as well. It is info. We'll make sure we pop all that in the show notes so people can come and get it with you. But thank you so much for coming to hang out today. This has been fabulous. Um, Guys, make sure you go and do the follow. Also, follow Vashti on Twitter. She drops some fire tweets. The tweets are like fire. Like, I'm like, ooh, I need to retweet this God, I need to steal that one. I love to the it. point that I was I was laughing with Vashti before that my wife's like, why do you keep why do you keep sharing these? What's going on? <laughs> Nothing. They're just fire. Like just enjoy it. She's like, oh, okay, no, no, that was a good one. <laughs> She's like, she had to get on board as well. <laughs> she had to get on board as well. I love so. it. It's awesome. all but thank you. This has been fabulous, guys. Go and do the thing. Um, tune in next week for the next episode. Share, rate, review all the things. I have to say it because you're not listening to me. Some of you are. The rest of you need to. Share, rate, review. Thank you. Until next time, keep dreaming with your eyes open. Remember, you can consciously choose a more abundant, joyful, psychically purposeful, driven life. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Duo with Dan with your host, Daniel McGenna. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit dmpotv.com. We'll catch you on the next episode of Do It With Dan.